everybody is in the same boat, yeah? Everybody is in the same boat. They want to impress the coach. You know, they're doing this for themselves or the family. There is pressure, pressure. Um, and this is a completely normal feeling. So how do you go kill it in your next trial? How do you go eliminate these feelings of anxiety, these feeling, feelings of nervousness, these feelings that you got to prove it, you got to prove it, you got to prove it. Well, you got to start by focusing on what is it? The things that you can control, right? Dahib, uh, right? Kunga, Estelle, Grain behind me, yes. You got to start focusing on the, the things that you can control. So number one, the day before a tryout, what is your sleep like? Like your tryouts at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. you got to be at the at the facility. So what time you have to go to sleep? Well, you got to make sure you're getting that eight, nine, ten hours of sleep. However much you need to feel well rested for the next day. So it all starts with your sleep. On the day, then what are you going to do? You're going to wake up at a time you feel comfortable with. Maybe it's 8 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever it is. Eight, you know, you, or maybe seven doesn't matter. And then it's from there. It's all about your your sort of routine. How do you get in that zone of having the fuel and the energy and the reserves that you need to go and succeed? So if you're sleeping eight hours, you wake up at, at whatever seven, eight. Okay, maybe seven, maybe whatever it is. You know, you it takes you half an hour to get there. So you want to probably be at the facility by nine thirty um, at the latest. So what are you gonna do? you're gonna have a good breakfast. What do you have in your breakfast? Well, if it's a morning session, then you probably don't wanna have a really, really big breakfast because it's gonna slow you down. If it's an afternoon session, make sure you get a good breakfast, make sure you get a you know a good lunch, you're getting those carbs that you need to go perform. If it's an evening session, along, along the same lines, again, good breakfast, good lunch, good eating schedule. So once it comes to the time when you go out and you step on that field, you're not worrying about, oh, I feel hungry or I don't have enough energy. At the same time, you don't want to overeat. So that's it's very important how you time your your meals. Um, we could talk about nutrition all day, but you know, three hours, two to three to four hours before before that event, you really want to get a good uh, a good meal in. And the size of that meal just depends on you know how comfortable you feel. You got to know your body because for me personally, guys, if I have a morning session at 10 a.m., I'm only eating. And this is a very personal thing, but I'm just, I'm pretty much just making sure maybe I get a little bowl of cereal and some fruit, maybe, um, and drink some water. But I actually don't like eating a lot before a morning session because I like to keep light and I feel good that way. But everybody's different. Everybody's different genetically, culturally, everyone's wired differently. So you just got to see what works for you. Anyway, you got to sleep. You got, uh, you got uh, you, you got your meal, and now game is you're going to the facility. You got to make sure, as we said yesterday, as we said the days before, when we're talking about what scouts are looking for and all that stuff. You got to make sure you're not late and that you're there early. Make sure you get to the facility early. If you are, if you have a tryout scheduled at ten o'clock, ten o'clock is a meeting time. Be there nine thirty. Okay. Coaches, scouts, uh, players want to see that this is a serious player who takes it seriously. If you're getting there at 10 o'clock on the dot or 9.59, um, you know, that's not bad, but could you make a better first impression? Yeah, probably. So make sure that you keep that in mind. It's about getting, getting there on time. And now 
what are scouts looking for? What are coaches looking for? We covered that yesterday. We talked about body language, confidence. Um, we talked about, we talked a lot about confidence, actually. Talked about all this stuff, guys. But now, how do you actually go kill it in your trial? How do you actually go kill it? Kill it? Well, it's now making sure it's all a mental, mental thing from this point on, really, guys. Because now you have people watching you, coaches looking at you, you have uh, uh, a scout looking at you, maybe you have a, other players looking at you, whatever. But if you start focusing on what they think, 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 it's, it's over. You can do that after the training. You can do that after the match. You can do that after the week. But if you start getting into this zone where you're not even concentrating on what's in front of you with a game or a training or a drill, because you keep having in your mind, oh my days, what is a coach going to think if I mess this up? Or oh my days, we just had a shooting drill and I missed two out of the three shots that I had. Oh my God, I saw how the coach looked at me. Oh no, like he was not, he was, you know, and then it's over, it's over, it's over. You can only focus on the things that you can control, which is what you got in front of you. You put in the hard work, the mental, the mental focus, mental resilience, and any thoughts that you got going on, you save them for later, man. Save them for later. Later. If you start, if you start thinking about that stuff in the training or in the pressure situation, like it's over. Because now when that ball's coming to you, you're just thinking about not messing up. Instead of the ball comes to you, you know that you can take a touch to the right and you know that there's a player open in space and that's the only thought that's going through your head. Not this kind of, oh, if I receive the ball, I might lose the ball. Oh, no. And look, you're kind of shaking. You don't want the ball. You don't want, because the coach is looking at you. You're not shouting for the ball because you are, look like this. You're like, uh, no, cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out, please. Cut that out. What you want to put in. Only focus on the things you can control, guys. Do not be like, oh, don't be the er uh, guy. Don't be the er uh, guy. The er uh, guy is not gonna is not gonna succeed. The er uh, guy, uh, no, uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> the er uh, guy is not gonna succeed, guys. The guy who's gonna succeed, the girl who's gonna succeed, is the one who right now is putting the thumbs up, man. The thumbs up and saying, yeah, I got this. We got this. If I make a mistake, whatever. I'm only focusing on what, on what the situation is around me right now. And that is just focused on the situation I have in my hands. I'm not focused on anybody else except myself and how I can help my teammates. Don't be the er uh, guy. Exactly, uh, rascal. Don't be the er uh, guy. Because the er uh, guy is just uh. Don't be the er uh, guy, please. Do not, do not be the air guy. Um, so how do you kill it? Really, that's how, that's, that's, that's really the main ingredient, guys, is not to be the er uh, guy and be the thumbs up guy. Be the A guy. Be the A, 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 A. Be the A guy. Hey, hey, but don't be the uh guy. Be the A guy. Hey, A, 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 but the uh, uh, no, 
no. <laughs> and <laughs> I hope, I hope when you guys go to your training, your trial situations next time, you really have that have that ingrained in your head because you're gonna see a uh, guy. That er uh, guy is gonna look like this guy. He's gonna he's gonna sort of be in the corner. You're gonna see him. The coach is talking. He's at the back in the left corner, yeah, and he's like this. Uh, like this he might not be uh like that he might not be like that like uh but you can you know in his head he's going uh in his head he's going uh he's gonna i don't know about these guys around me they they look scary i'm intimidated the coach uh, the coach he's looking at me i'm gonna stand in the corner so he doesn't look at me uh no, you're the A guy. Stand in the middle. A. Yes, coach. A. I got you. Yes, teammate. A. Got you. A. Ball. Yeah. Demonstrating the drill. A. Yes. Got you. A. 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 But don't be the uh guy. <laughs> All right. You're gonna see him. Please and please message us when when you see the uh guy. Actually, don't even message us. Just keep it keep it in mind, guys. So be the A guy, not the uh guy uh. um and uh to continue guys that's a lot a lot to do with it is being the a guy not the uh guy and to to just fast forward on this when you are the a guy let's talk a little bit more about what the a guy means the thumbs up what does the a guy what does the a guy look like i'm asking you guys right now what is that a what words come to your mind when we're talking about the a guy what 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 are some good examples of what the A guys does? Some good examples. Let, let's talk about that real quick. What are some good examples about what the A guy does? What is he doing? What is she doing? Let's let's talk about that real quick. So we got uh Lishan <clears throat> staying in the moment. Lishan, very good. Uh, we got confident, pumped up. Yes, Hadi. He's he's he he looks pumped up, he's he's ready, he's like this. I'm ready for anything, ready for anything, pumped up, confident, yes, good. We're, we're talking, Olivier, talking, yeah, the er guy. Guys, can you imagine the er guy talk? Er guy, <laughs> you know how the er guy talks, guys? Come on, er guy talks like, coach, coach, coach says, uh, <clears throat> hey, Nick, 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 can you, can you, um, what position do you play? Nick, what position do you play? He says this. Um, uh, what? What's that, Nick? What? What'd you say, mate? Uh, central midfield, but um, I can play on the wing and uh, center back. So, okay, okay. You're just here. You're going to play as goalkeeper. I can't even hear you. What? You know, don't. That's how the er guy responds. What does the A guy says? A guy, the coach says, hey, Nick, what position can you play? You say, I'm a winger, right winger, right winger, yeah. But if you need me, coach, you can also put me in the left. Say, okay, Nicky, thank you. The er guy doesn't even know. He's, oh, I can play here or here, or he says a position. He says, sentiment, sentiment, sentiment. What did you say? Sentiment. <coughs> no. <laughs> A guy, guys, come on, don't choke. All right, so what, what else are we saying? Vocal, we're saying vocal, yeah. 
Because the er guy, the er guy is not vocal. You know what the er guy says, guys? Er guy says, um, says on the field, it's a it's a training, it's a match situation. He's the center mid, and he could he's in a very good position to get the ball. And he might even be scanning around him. He might know he's got space behind him, but he says, "Yeah, yeah, pull, pull. Hey, pull, 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 um, um, pull, um, pull, please." And it's just no, no. I mean, I can't. You can't hear that. You can't. No. When you, what the A guy says, vocal, he says, "Yes, Marcus, Jackie." Jackie Paul, yeah, number 11, number 11, 12, yes, goalkeeper, yeah, 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 turn, turn, fake, yes, you guys ever see, um, you guys ever see when, when, uh, you got, the, you got no, um, no crowd in COVID times, right, you got a lot of times no crowds, you can, you can hear all the time during the game, this sort of always shouting, shouting, everyone's vocal, 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 if you listen carefully, there's always people screaming, and you can hear sometimes very specifically what the players and the coaches are saying to each other and they're saying it loud, loud, loud as possible, loud, loud, loud. So imagine when you're in a stadium, when there's 50,000 people around and to hear each other, to hear each other, I mean, you really got to scream, right? You've got to say, yes, Marcus. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Joe Hart? Uh, people people trash on Joe Hart, but he's quality still. He's a quality keeper. But you've ever seen Joe Hart um, demanding the ball from the ball boy? He he kicks it, kicks the uh, kicks the 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 sponsor board. He says, "Give me that ball! Give me that ball!" You see, you guys see that for the ball kid on on uh, on Joe Joe Hart, guys. That's how loud. People are talking, players are talking, supposed to be talking in training and matches, you know, vocal, being vocal counts, being vocal counts, guys. All right. Um, any Anything else that we've missed here was talk about confidence, sportsman, self-belief, member mentality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dubai, you got to be, I mean, member mentality sounds great, but what does it mean? Let's talk about what that means. We're talking about all the things we're talking about here. That is mentality. We even, and this is a very interesting one. We have one guy saying, uh, is it okay to be loud? Is it okay? And in some cultures, guys, like if you're from an Asian culture, maybe you're Indian or Asian, like Asian background, you know that in Asian culture, sometimes it's rude to shout. It's rude to scream for the ball. Or, or not even, sorry, not for the ball, not in a sports match, but like in, in a society, like it's rude to shout. But, 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 but when it comes to football, when it comes to sports, it's a different, it's a different story. You've got other players around you, yeah, but you're in a team environment. And in a team environment, when maybe there's fans in the stadium or when you really need to be heard, that's when you've got to communicate loudly and it's a different context from you know shouting in the train or shouting at home with your family completely different context you can be quiet as a mouse when you're at home with your family or your friends you know but when you're in the field it's a different different ball game it's a different context so you've got to understand how you're going to adapt to that context and be 
be noticed, be seen, and, and be able to command the people around you. You know, so this is this is very important. We have Nafil saying, you gotta have in mind, I can, I will, and I'm and I must. Please shout me out. <laughs> yes, there you go. You gotta be loud, yes. Give me the ball, yes. That's what you gotta say. You gotta say, you gotta say that. And if you don't, don't be frustrated. You keep going, all right? Keep going, stay positive. Stay positive. So guys, um, let's get into let's get into a few questions. This we we've talked about uh, how to kill it in a trial, and now we're talking a little bit more about your questions on that front. I know I didn't answer any questions yesterday, so today is a is a good chance to be able to do that. So let's get into a couple of questions. <clears throat> the best academies in Europe, in your opinion? Uh, the Well, I don't know what the best are because I haven't been to them, um, but I have visited a few. I visited the Ajax Academy in uh, in Amsterdam. I used to live, I used to live right next to the Amsterdam Arena. So um, I was about five minutes away from, from the Ajax training ground. So I visited quite a few times um, and uh, I would, and Ajax has arguably produced the most, the, the most young, uh, young pros or professional players in Europe that played the Premier League, etc. So I would, I'll probably say Ajax, honestly. Um, yeah. Ajax. Ajax Amsterdam, the Dutch, the Dutch way guys is, uh, is very popular. So here we go. Another question. Does Messi serve as being a good captain without being vocal? He's not the most vo vocal captain ever. Yeah, no, that's true. Messi might not be the most vocal. He's not the loudest, but you can lead in many different ways. Uh, you can lead, and we talked about this. We, you, can, you can lead with your body language. You can lead with, you know, how your discipline. You know, if you show up on time, if you leave late, how, how much do you want it? You know, when you're on that pitch, are you fighting for the ball? Are you really winning for the ball? Are you you know, being positive to your teammates. And these are all parts of, uh, of leadership, of being a leader. Um, and that's definitely what Messi demonstrates. He, he's a, 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 team, a team player. He's a team player and someone which is a role model on the field too, just not vocally, just not vocally. But you have different types of leaders, something that Rio Ferdinand has said on the Train Effective course mentality course on the app. So let's get into another question. Let's take another question. We have one, bro, give us motivational quotes. I'm not saying any more motivational quotes after yesterday. Uh, after yesterday, I'm not saying any more motivational quotes because I, I, I've, my motivational quotes is actually getting people to, to, actually send us, you know, them training or using the app to train or like actually doing, putting in the work. If you're putting in the work, maybe you got your phone next to you, tag us in a story. Do that every day for the next three years. Like, you know, don't even tag us. You don't even need to show us. I just, I rather just want you guys train effective once you guys to just, you know, be there hustling man on the field and putting in the work at a certain point. There's a balance between too many motivational quotes and just 
putting in the actual work, man. That's what we talked all about yesterday. All about yesterday. Motivational quotes sound good. They make you feel good. It makes you look cool with your friends if you if you post a motivational quote, but I don't care about no motivational. I don't really, I, I don't, motivational quotes, unless they get you to act and work, they're just, they're just words. So let's go to another question. Let's go to another, let's take one from Instagram. Let's take one. We have, is it a good idea to move abroad to play professionally and send professionally for a chance? Uh, that short answer is not unless you're the best player in your team. The best player in your region. This is what we talked all about uh, yesterday. So please, please, yesterday was a classic. You've got to listen to that from about the, the 20 minute mark or so because we just got into some fire there. You need to be the best player in your area, the best. The best player in your area, the best player in your team, and then you move up, man. And once you are, the opportunity is gonna to come to you naturally. Scout's gonna scout's gonna be there, coach is gonna be there, you know? But you gotta be the best player first, where you are. Let's go, another question. Uh, how to deal with a player who doesn't give his all on the pitch with a bad attitude and talking back to him doesn't work. Okay, great question, Lee. Uh, you know, my favorite question so far from Lee and from Sheik because they're always very, very, very thought out, well thought out questions. So well done, guys. How do you deal with a player that doesn't give his all on the pitch? If he has a bad attitude, he's toxic and talking back to him doesn't work. Um, if, if, Ali, this is a great question, but what can you do? Someone that's toxic. If someone is really toxic and you've kind of done all you can to sort of, you know, put some sense into him, the only thing left for you to do is talk to the coach. It becomes a coach's issue. If the coach coach is there and you said to the coach listen like i talked to this player marcus on the team marcus is like he's, he's just like it's just toxic man can't you see it and coach coach says yeah he's gonna leave at the end of the season yeah he's leaving next month yeah lee i get what you're saying about him and i'm talking to him mate so just you know or lee well, are you out of your mind? He's a he's a he's the best player on the team. I want him in our team. Where then you go, Lee? If you don't believe in what the coach's answer is, maybe you've got to change teams then. Because if he's really that toxic and really being a butt and just you don't enjoy that football with him, then maybe it's time to change teams. On the other hand, like if this player is a little bit toxic and and like maybe can get a little bit frustrating, can be a little bit of a butthole, um, then what do you do? Well, you might need to just deal with it because some players are like that. Some players can just be butt, butt butts, but as soon as the, the training or the game's over, they're just like, 
the normal. They kind of change back into their normal personalities and they're actually nice people. But on the pitch, they can be big. You know, you don't like them. But, you know, like if, if players are saying certain things, they're doing certain things, at the end of the day, you can say what you want and you just kind of, you got to kind of just, sometimes you got to deal with it and accept it and say, yeah, I can work with this guy still. Or you go talk to the coach. If the coach says no, then you got to like, you got to figure it out, man. Maybe you got to change, change teams. Maybe you got to really like suck it up um, because maybe this, you can, you can get adapting to it. But yeah, that's my answer there. There you go. Oh, here we go. A follow up on this though. What if he brings down your confidence level if he always scolds you? Oh, okay. I mean, this is then a different case, man. Because, Lee, if someone's scolding you, if someone is being like, Lee, let's take the example again, Lee, of the uh, 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 guy and the A guy. All right, Lee? The uh guy and the A guy. If an if someone is scolding, absolutely, absolutely destroying the A guy, let's take, um, let's take, let's say I'm Cristiano, right? I'm Cristiano Ronaldo, and I'm walking off the field, and there are one one thousand of the rival fans just chucking abuse. Maybe they're even throwing something at me. Maybe they're they're shouting nasty, nasty things around me. When I go take a corner kick, the fans, the players, they're all shouting the most negative stuff. But what does Ronaldo do? Ronaldo, you're a poor, you're, you're, no, you suck. You're too old. What does the A guy do, man? The A guy says, I'm too old, but look at me. I'm top scorer in the league this season, and we just won the league, man. And he's not saying that to him, but in his head, he knows that's the case. Or or someone saying to him that that he's got pink boots, so he likes boys more than girls. I, I don't know. Something like that, being uh being um being like that, being a racist or being sexist or whatever, being being saying all those kind of things. So what do you say? Say well, it's just you don't you you don't got the confidence to rock what I wear or these boots or the shoes that I'm wearing or the kit that I'm wearing or the hair that I got. No man, Lee, you're yourself, bro. You are you. Be proud of who you are. Be proud of who you are, man. Be proud of who you are because it doesn't matter what other people think, especially your teammates, man. Like, don't let anybody bully you or don't let anybody. Get you down, man. Don't ever, ever do that. Like, be that A guy, man. Be the A guy. Be the A guy. Because seriously, it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter. It goes in one ear, out the other. Because that stuff's always going to come. But if you let it get to you, it's just, it happens to everyone, my man. Don't think it doesn't happen. It happens to me, happens to Cristiano, happens to Messi, happens to everyone. Every single happens to everyone. But what separates great athletes from just normal athletes is how they deal with that these sort of things. You know? 
that's that's it. Have the confidence in yourself, my man.